Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. I want to talk about the fantasy, the fantasy of being your own boss. I would say most stylists, you know, they want to be their own boss. Like who doesn't, right? I do believe that there is this facade built around owning a salon. And I just kind of want to go over some of the common misconceptions here. People think they're going to have all this freedom, that they're going to make all this money. They're going to be calling the shots and leading the team to victory. People are going to look up to them and people are going to respect them. And there's some truth to that. That's not always not true. It's just not always that way. And you have to really be prepared for what things look like when they're not going as planned. One of the most important things you can do as a leader is to find how people learn. Because not everybody learns the same way. Not everybody likes to be led the same way. Some people are going to be really money driven and like you're going to sit down with them with some goals and a spreadsheet and you're going to show them how they can buy the house and buy the car and take the vacation. And they're going to love that. They're going to be highly motivated by that. And then you're going to find the person that really just wants to be happy. (laughs) You know, they really just want to love what they do. They want to create beautiful masterpieces behind the chair and they want to make a ton of friends. Both are right. You just have to teach the right lesson to the right person. And this also goes for people who are ready to open their own salon suite or rent a chair in a salon. You are essentially a small business owner when you do that. And you have to take these same principles and apply them to yourself. What motivates you? Are you money motivated? Are you joy motivated? Which one of those really check the boxes for you? Because at the end of the day, it is you that has to hold yourself accountable. It is you that has to put action steps to these lofty goals that you have. Maybe now you're renting a chair or maybe now you own a salon suite, but your dream is much bigger. You cannot go to the next level if you're not also minding the small details of a small business. It's just important to go ahead and start those practices now because you are a small business owner. So I think these common misconceptions start very early on in the beauty schools. Beauty school owners want to get students in, right? Like that's the goal. So I think, you know, there's a lot of overpromising and underdelivering on what you're going to be set up to do after you graduate school. Sometimes you come out of school barely knowing the basics of how to deliver a decent hair service. I can tell you, you're not going to get any business guidance or leadership in a school that is just not part of the curriculum. Now, if you're a real go-getter and you want to take some outside courses, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. But if you think you're going to go into beauty school and leave prepared to open a salon, you're going to be really disappointed. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Owning a salon is hard. It's hard work and it's a ton of responsibility. Now, I don't say this to discourage you from someday opening your own salon, but I think it's important to know what you're getting yourself into. You are responsible for everything 
and everyone. If you think you're going to have a ton of freedom in your schedule, I want to set the record straight right now. You won't. It's going to be long days and it's going to be late nights. Maybe not forever, but initially. At the end of the day, if something has to be done, it doesn't matter what time of the day or night it is, it will fall in your lap and it will be your responsibility. You're going to have unsatisfied clients. You're going to have disgruntled employees. And again, all of that is going to fall on you. Now, there are great parts of it too, but I feel like you need to know why it's hard and you need to have a really strong why that's going to help push you through the hard to get to success. If you've listened to my story, then you know, I mean, I opened a salon and it failed and now I've opened another one and I pray every day that it doesn't fail because you never know what's going to happen. You know, there is just so much to it. It can be so draining on your heart and on your mind and on your relationships, you know, like you have to have an incredible support team if you're going to own a salon because of the late nights like we've talked about in the demand on your schedule. I mean, it's everything from ordering inventory to making sure that people get paid on time. Quality control falls in your lap. If someone calls and isn't happy with their color service and they don't want to go back to that stylist for whatever reason, that's on you. Guess who gets to come in on a Saturday when they had plans with their family and do that color service because God forbid we get a bad review, right? Like we just don't want to be seen poorly. The reputation is ours to defend. So it really is a lot of stress. You know, until you can hire someone to help you, you're going to wear a lot of hats and they're all going to be equally important. And this goes for my booth renters and my salon suite owners as well. You know, so many people leave a salon. So many people have left my salon to go and rent a chair somewhere. And my thought always is, I see your numbers. I see what you've been able to achieve in my care. And I'm taking care of a lot of things for you. Who's going to market for you? Who's going to hold you accountable to your goals and to make sure that your numbers are up to par? There is so much that you don't even know that you don't know. And so when you leave and you go out on your own, those can be incredibly hard lessons to learn. You know, it is a lot of work, but it is also extremely rewarding. And there are a lot of really good things about being your own boss. Like you are your own culture creator. You get to decide what the culture of your salon is like. Are you going to be a really hip salon and provide a lot of the current trends and fashions? Are you going to be edgy, you know, listen to vinyl records and dress freely? Or are you going to have a dress code? Are you going to provide your clients with a really elevated experience and make sure that pampering and making them feel special is the most important thing? There are so many different types of salon cultures. And as an owner, you get to decide. And that's very rewarding. You know, helping others achieve success in your care is probably the best thing ever. Like, I can't think of anything that I like more than seeing one of my stylists crush their goals. Take that trip to Hawaii. Oh, you get to buy a new house. I'm so excited that I got to be a part of that. It is the most magical and rewarding thing about being a salon owner. It brings you more joy than your own success ever could. Yes, it's really cool to pick out the pictures on the walls and the culture and things like that, but nothing compares to the joy of being able to help someone create a sustainable career in this industry. 
So yes, there is a lot of fantasy around being your own boss, but there's also a lot of really great parts. And I will say that it doesn't matter what stage of your career you're in, whether you own a big salon, whether you're about to rent your first booth, maybe you're about to go into a salon setting, you need to find somebody that can mentor you. Find somebody that can tell you about all the things that you don't know, that can lead you and guide you and can make sure that you're putting the effort into this career that it's going to be required. Because I'm just here to tell you, it doesn't matter what business model you're about to enter. It is a lot of work, but it's also very rewarding. Do yourself a favor, get a mentor, get a coach, hold yourself accountable. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com. 